Well, Andy, I would imagine a, a very happy man, a couple of, uh, of, of starts, you know, for a footballer, you, you want to be out there on the pitch and, uh, and showing what you can do. Yeah, of course. It's a, it's a good camp at the moment, you know, first and foremost, that's the, the most important thing, you know, after a couple of uh, good results. Um, I think it was important after Cardiff to get back to winning ways. He managed to do that on Saturday and the atmosphere in the training ground, that's really good. Obviously, in the change room, it's good and, and everyone's enjoying it at the moment. So that's the main thing, yeah. And how's the body holding up after a two ninety minutes in quick well almost ninety minutes in quick succession? Yeah, the body's good to be honest. I feel good. Um, I felt pretty good all season. I've obviously been working hard on my fitness and stuff like that. I'm trying to make sure I stay fit after last year. You know, touch wood, fortunate I managed to do that. And, and you know, when you get games like we did at the weekend, and, and you know, it's you get that feeling at the end. You know, walking around, everyone's you know buzzing with a win, and you can see what it means to people. You know, it makes. You know all those sessions and and the, and the hard work worthwhile. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, because obviously you, you're starting to make that transition and, and doing a little bit more coaching. But I'm imagining you still got a lot. You feel you got to offer as a player. Yeah, for sure. And in my head, I still feel that. Um, and you know, when you like I say, when you play like I've done this week, and and you feel like you contribute, and you feel like you're playing well. You know, it gives you that belief to keep going and and keep thinking you can help the team and, and hopefully long may that continue. Yeah, because I always think keeping that match sharpness when you've been on the bench for so often, that, that's got to be quite tough, even as somebody who's experienced and knows kind of how to do it. Yeah, yeah of course, it's, it's hard for any player. I think, you know, with age, maybe a little bit comes in terms of you can manage it a little bit better. You probably know when you need to push yourself, when you need to take your foot off the pedal a little bit. But then when you get the chance, you maybe know what you can and what you might not be able to do in, in your first game back or something like that. But you know, the main thing is about enjoying your football and, and I'm certainly doing that this year and it helps when we're putting in performances like we did at the weekend and, and, and pretty much to be fair, like we have since since Christmas, really, you know, it, we've, we've been really good and, and like I say, long may that continue. Yeah. And, and it has, you know, obviously the injuries have kind of hit recently and, and it's been a bit of a change, but the basis of that team has been the same for the last sort of two or three months, certainly the way that you're playing. Does, does that make it easier for you to step in because everybody else kind of knows what they're doing without having to think? Yeah, I think like you say, since we've, we've probably changed the shape a little bit, that's certainly been or seem to have a, a big impact in in uh in the form as it's been and and everyone knows what they're doing everyone knows their roles and like you say we we've managed to change players and and interchange when we've needed to in sort of seamless transition i think that's the main thing i would like you say we've had a few injuries but i think every every squad in the championship probably had that um you know you're not going to go for a 46 or 50 odd game season without picking up injuries and, and we've obviously had a few at once um but that's why you need the squad that's why you need players and, and that's why players have to stay ready to play so when you get your chance you can come in and take it and you sort of touched on it, but as an enjoyment, as something that you're going out there, when you're contributing as much as you have done in the last couple of years, that's got to feel a bit more special when you get even the right result. Yeah, of course. The result, first and foremost, is the most important thing. Um, you know, if you play bad and win, everyone walks off the pitch happy. So that's the most important thing. But when you did in, when you do get the result and play like like we did on, on Saturday, you know, so some of the football was brilliant. It was it was a, it was a joy to be out there and, and playing the team who was who was playing that way. I thought it was really good. Um, like I say, it makes it all the more special. Yeah. And you've sort of around you, you've got, um, you know, Zach and Cam as central defenders and then Alex alongside you. Are you noticed the difference in particularly players like that who have really seemed to grow over the last year or two in terms of what you're having to do to not necessarily guide them through a game anymore? Yeah, I think they, they've made massive strides. You know, the, the three, like you said, I think there's a lot of players who can who can really say that, you know, they've, they've kicked on. And that comes with games, it comes with age, it comes with the experience, which, you know, the manager's really good at giving, you know, giving players, especially here, we He's not, he's not afraid to throw young players in and if he feels they're good enough, then then he'll stick by them. You know, like Scotty's had a, a lot of plaudits for, you know, the way he's played the last year or 18 months and rightly so. But I think the the form that Zach's been in this season, um, and Pringy, to be fair, you just mentioned them both there. I think from where they were maybe this stage last year to, to where they are now, Zach in particular, is is testament to his professionalism and his, and his character because he's been absolutely outstanding this season. Um, and he deserves all the credit which is coming his way and... and 
you know he's, he's been a, he's been a really big player for us yeah. and I guess the exciting thing is you know, I could have mentioned Max you've got Sam and, and Tommy Conway up front can you see if this group can stay largely together over the uh, the next year or two you know, that improvement's already there how far it could go yeah of course I think um, like you say the the young players who've come in have done really well. I think it's just important that they they get the help when they need it from from the older players. You know, like myself. You know, it's not always going to be you know plain sailing from when you start to, to as you go through your career. You know, they're going to have setbacks. They're going to have you know a little bit of dips in form, and that's where, like we say, you need the squad. You need older players who they can lean on, ask for advice, what they should maybe be doing. Um, and I think we've got a good mix. I think it's important that you have the mix. I don't think you can just go, well, these are our players because they're from the academy. They're going to be good enough. You know, those lads you've mentioned there are good enough. Um, we've got a great academy here, but I think it's also important that you know you supplement them with with players who've maybe seen a little bit more experience and and stuff like that as well. But certainly here, like I keep saying, the the, the experience that the young academy lads get with the first team and, and playing the matches and and most importantly, to be honest, the the way they take their opportunity, um, you know, is top class and that's that's great testament to the academy and the staff because the lads who come in show the right temperament and and the willingness to learn and, and their credit to themselves and, and to the club. Yeah, and obviously the, sort of the, the younger ones, I'm sure, will, will still come and keep asking out. As you get a little bit older, or not even so much the older, the, the more games you play, do you find that people ask you sort of fewer questions or does that just keep going all the way through because people are, oh, think, are desperate to learn? Yeah, I think people are desperate to learn. And like I said, that's, that's great credit to the academy and the staff and, and the work they do here. Um, I wouldn't say Scotty asks any less than, than what somebody's probably making is... is his first or second league game is, if anything, maybe a little bit more because he's more confident with the group and stuff like that. But, um, you know, the, like you say, the amount of academy players you've reeled off there who've had a big impact on our season this year, you know, is, is like I keep saying, a great testament to the club and, and to the players themselves, you know, for the hard work and, and commitment and being good enough to, to be able to handle that level. It's all right being thrown in. But if you're costing the team or, or you're, you're not doing yourself justice, then, like I said, as quick as the manager is to put you in if he thinks you're good enough, he'll also take you out as well because he understands the results business. So, you know, those players there, they, they deserve a huge amount of credit because they've been really good. Absolutely. And you even broke the, the dance moves out at the weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you've got to do when there's a lot of kids there these days. Um, no, I said to Scotty, I said, oh, listen, if you score, then, then we'll do it. He tries to get me to do it at the training ground, so we have a bit of fun with it. But I say to him, to be honest, he's, the one thing he's probably got to add to his game is goals. You know, he's the full package, isn't he? Um, but, you know, if someone who doesn't watch Bristol City on a weekly basis and, and you say this kid's going to be top, they'll, they'll go, well, he scored one goal and blah, 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 you know how it goes. So I think if he can real add those goals to his game, um, which he has the talent to do, you know, he can finish, he can shoot, then he's going to be an outstanding player anyway. I just think to, to be complete, if, if he can score more and more, then, then it makes him into, a, you know, the full package. And I think with confidence of scoring more will come, you know, he'll get the confidence to shoot. And it was a great finish at the weekend. He's shown he can do it. So... You know, if I have to dance every time he scores, then then so be it. It's a price worth paying, yeah. isn't it? And um, oh, it takes us to, to Wednesday and, and Luton. And, and, and an example of a side who play a slightly different style of football to you, but absolutely maximise what they're able to do. They're, they're probably a good example to a lot of championship teams. Yeah, for sure. Maybe, like you say, a little bit different to us in terms of probably don't go down the young route so much. They sort of buy or take players who, who've probably got a, a couple of hundred games behind them at all levels and and try and mould them them into the team that way rather than sort of playing the youngsters. Um, so we're going to have to be up for that. You know, they're going to be an experienced team, experienced team at this level, um, physical size, you know, real powerful team. And they're having a great season. And, and as much as people may look from the outside and be like, oh, they're not as maybe fashionable as some other teams to what looks like they're going to have back-to-back playoff seasons. You know, you can't knock them and, and they fully deserve, you know, the, the products they're getting. Thank you very much. Hi, Andy. I just to pick up on um, Nigel's comments you made at the beginning of the month that he said you can use this opportunity in, in relation to your role at the moment to, to find out more about yourself. Just wondering what your opinion on that, what, what he kind on of meant. On what, sorry? 
use the opportunity to find out more about yourself in, in relevance to your role at the moment in the, okay. the playing and coaching role. Um, kind of what, what you think he meant by that and... and, and, and if um, to be honest, case. I don't, I've not really seen or heard anything of that. So I don't, I don't really know what context it was meant in, but obviously I'm just trying to, you know, do as what I can to, to help the team or, or help the club and stuff like that. So, you know, I want to play as many minutes as I can between now and the end of the season. Um, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still, you know, loving it. If, if I'm playing, I'm enjoying it. If I'm not, you know, I'm trying to help everyone around me and, and make the team as good as we can be. So I think, yeah, like I said, I don't really know the context in terms of what he said it. So it's harder for me to answer. Sure, sure. That, that's all right. Um, I think when we speak to some of the younger players who you've helped bring th- help bring through, like, for example, like I've just gotten advice. They've always talked about your passion for football and even off the training pitch around lunch, you're talking tactics and, and whatever. Do you still have maintain that passion from when you were coming through at Chelsea and, and, and Leicester to, to the present day now? You know what, I think it's more now. I think when you're young, you feel like, you know, it's, it's something you do for enjoyment and stuff like that, rather than as you get older, you realise that, that that life of a player is probably not going to last forever and you want to try and maximise the, the feeling you get from, like we say, after the game on Saturday, that winning feeling, you know, you come on, you played well, the team's played well, you've won, and there's no feeling like that. And I think as you get older and, and certainly to my eyes, you realise that that feeling's not going to last forever. You're not always going to get that buzz. So maybe you look to other ways to, to try and get it, and that's in terms of like the coach and the managing and stuff like that. So I feel like your your love for football probably comes more um, with age, if anything, because you feel like those you're not going to get those um, those feelings forever and stuff like that. And especially at a club where... It's more to me than just, you know, three points on a Saturday, you know, because my family support Bristol City and stuff like that. You know, it's important to me to try and make them happy, try and make the supports happy. And, and like I say, to, to have a real feel-good factor around the change room and stuff like that. So you want to try and enjoy it as much as you can. I think as I've got older, I've probably tried to embrace that even more than when I was younger. In a, in a kind of wider, more, more general sense, do you think it's difficult for players to accept when they're coming towards the end of their uh, end of their careers and do you think there's that support system for players who perhaps don't really know what to do for life after football yeah I think it's very difficult I've obviously I'm at that age where people I came through with and in my youth team or I've played with a lot are probably at the end of their career now um, and I think until that career does finish it's hard to say because you're still in on a daily basis you're thinking the next game the next game we played a game Saturday great feeling after the game but the minute Sunday comes around you're thinking Luton how do we prepare for that when am I training next I think the minute that can just go like that, it, it does make it hard. Um, from speaking to players who who retired already, I don't think there's a great support system. Um, whether that be the PFA or whether it be individual club, it's not on the club to to be honest to be able to go for every ex player whether they play for them for two weeks or three years. It's hard to to try and keep up on everyone. It's not really on them to do that. So whether that needs to be something from the PFA or somewhere else, I don't really know. But um, yeah, from what I've heard of people who who have finished, it's it's not ideal, but then I, I would imagine it's the same as someone who's had a job doing anything and then they come out of that job and, and their routine's gone and, and all of a sudden they're not doing what they love or what they enjoy or even something to get them out of the house. I would imagine it's hard. It's not just football. Um, so I don't think it's just a, a football thing. I think there's a lot of people who've, who move from job to job or when they're unemployed, they do struggle. So I don't think it's something which can be laid purely at, at the football base. How do you think that can be improved then for players and I guess... I understand it's probably quite a difficult question to Yeah, I think I can obviously answer from people who I've spoke to who have finished. I think maybe um, if there could be a bit more communication in terms of just sort of checking up on how people are doing. Um, Like you say, you can't force people to do anything. So I see some stuff where they're like, well, there should be training camps for um, lads who've retired or there should be like 
courses off about that you might put the courses on and, and nobody does them so ultimately it's not it's not down to you know organizations to try and facilitate for everyone you know you sort of have to take a bit of ownership yourself um and i think try and put things in place while while you're playing as well but you know i understand it's a, it's a very very hard transition from from what i've been told and and one which obviously I'm not overly looking forward to doing, you know, being a player is the best thing in the world. And, and like as you get older, you understand that and you, you don't take it for granted. Um, and yeah, it's, it's something which I'm sure for, for many lads is, is really difficult. I think one thing that's quite um, striking for us as reporters is the level of maturity within the, the youth players at Bristol City. You've worked with a coach, the, the under-23s at, at times. Have you also seen that in, in, and how would you compare it to to the other teams that you've played for, like Leicester and Yeah, so. there is. I think here, because they get so many opportunities, um, you know, they, they train with the first team. If they're good enough, they train from the first team with really young. See, the one I can mostly compare it with is obviously Leicester, and it's harder there because you've got a squad of 25 in the Premier League. Most of those will be internationals. So it's harder for, for the younger lads to get the chance to be, to be training with the first team because if you're doing 11 v 11, you've already got enough players. Um, you know, here, slightly smaller squad. If you pick up a couple of injuries, then you do need the bodies from younger. So I think... They get used to seeing the first team environment maybe a little bit earlier than what some of the ones at, at the bigger clubs would do. Um, but like you say, it's, it's credit to Bawley and the other academy staff for, for the for the temperament and the way that that the players handle themselves when they come with us. And I think it's down to us as, as senior players as well to make sure that maybe if they're not doing it, then then we try and speak to them, try and help them and, and try and educate them on how they need to handle themselves and, and sort of what it takes to, to make it into the first team and, and how they can have successful careers as well. Finally, how, how do you get to switch off? As a footballer, I mean, you talked about um, Well, I've got, like I said before, I've got two kids now. So, you know, when I get home, it's pretty full on. Um, my youngest is only three months old, so pretty full on with her. Um, so just spend time with the family and stuff like that, to be honest. But we're a bit of a football household. You know, we have it on the telly and stuff like that. So it's always on somewhere in the background. But usually just spending time with the kids, spending time with my wife. You know, we go out and do stuff. Bristol's a great city in terms of, you know, things to do in the afternoon, nice places to go, nice places to see. Um, so just stuff like that, yeah, but mainly the kids... How was the uh, sleepless nights with the three Sleepless nights around? are getting better. Um, I was in here a few weeks ago and it was hard. I don't know if you could tell by the eyes, but they're getting better now, you know. Um, comes with time, but, you know, you wouldn't change it for the world. And, and you know, as long as they're good, then everything else is, is fine. Yeah, well, congratulations. Hi, Andy. Uh, Omar Taylor-Clark's been among the subs. He's made a few cameo appearances lately. I just wondered how impressed you've been with, with what you've seen from him. Yeah, he's done really well, Omar. He came with us um, probably just before, just after the World Cup international break. He played in the friendly down here um, and he's done well, you know, good energy. And he, he's, like I said to you before, about the temperament of a younger lad and, and coming in and showing you want to work. And I think that's what's got him probably as, as far as he's done so far is because, you know, he's shown that attitude to to be willing to listen, to learn from from the coaches, to learn from the other players and, and to give his absolute best. You know, he's always 100%, whether that be training games, he... He gives everything he's got, and I think that go that can take you a long way. To obviously, on top of of the talent which all the lads have, you know, a lot of it comes down to to desire and, and wanting to work. And, and Omar's definitely got that. Yeah, and as a kind of fellow uh, Welshman, he's played for the, the younger age groups. You yeah, to... I'm a little bit surprised actually. I was going to speak to him. Um, he obviously, he came on the other day. He came on against Man City. He's, I said to him he in the in the Wales under 21s, which he wasn't. Obviously, I don't make the squad. I'm not saying that they've made a wrong decision or anything like that. But yeah, I'm sure in the future he'll he'll definitely get that. That recognition, obviously, at senior level now, there's a bit of changing of the guard. You know, a few lads have retired and, and things like that. And, and by no means am I implying he should be in the senior squad. You know, Wales are, are a good nation these days. But I think, you know, in terms of 21s, he should definitely set his standard there. And I think that's something, you know, hopefully in the next few months he, he can certainly achieve because 
you know the way he's in and around the first team at the moment. I'm sure there's not many lads um, of his age in, who are playing for Wales under-21s at the moment who are who are regularly involved in first-team football. So I might be wrong, um, but from what I've seen from Omar, he can, he can definitely go on and, and achieve that. And I've spoke to him about setting that as, as one of his goals. And hopefully, you know, by the end of the season or in the summer, if they have a game, he, he might be able to achieve it. Yeah, and just on your coaching, I know obviously you mentioned you've been doing some work with the 23s. I just wondered what you see, what well, you might not know yet, but whether you want to be a kind of coach or a manager. I know there's obviously lots of different roles in that. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, I've done a little bit with, I did the under-16s as well. So I've tried to sort of do a few different age groups and sort of see where you want to pitch. And I think to start at the moment, it's just about getting the qualification and, and then see where I can go with it from there. Um, you know, my focus this year is me mainly on playing, if I'm being honest, because I managed to stay fit because I've been involved and because I've been enjoying it so much and stuff like that. So, you know, I want to get my qualification and I'll, I'll, I'll see where it takes me. But I think you have to learn. I think that's the one thing I'm really conscious of is I don't want to jump into to a job in after being a coach for 18 months with an under-16 team and then all of a sudden I think I can take a job at a certain level and all of a sudden you get sacked after 10 games and, and you, you probably never get the chance again or it's a long road to get. I think you have to learn. You know, if you want to be a professional footballer, you play in an academy or for a team from the age of 7 to, to 16 and under-18s and under-23s and then you make your first team debut. I think some players are probably a bit quick to to go well I was an okay player so I can jump into to being a manager at that level as well when there's probably lads my age who didn't quite make it as a professional footballer so they've gone down the coaching route they might have 15 years coaching experience over me so you know by by that mathematics they're going to be a better coach than I am at the moment but you know because of the knowledge I've gained from working with good managers and stuff I, I, I can pick that back up but I still need to, to pick their knowledge in terms of you know sessions how to deal with certain situations and I think that comes with time um, but yeah, I've not really thought too much about whether I want to be a first team manager or, or a coach or anything like that. I think that will come with, as I start the job or a job, I'll, I'll probably get to, to grips more with it if I see myself satisfied in this role or I think I want more. Yeah, and obviously on about not rushing into it, are you keen to kind of stay in a similar role you are now, play a coach kind of? Having yeah, a like I said before, I'm, I'm sort of taking it week to week, to be honest. Um, you know, I'm in no rush to, to sort of jump into anything. I'm, I'm really enjoying my football. Um, enjoying it day to day with the lads it's, it's a great change room and, and like I've said to you guys already it's you know the feeling you know isn't going to last forever and I've got the feeling with, with, the, with the lads in the change room with playing and, and stuff like that where you're enjoying it so much you sort of don't want it to end so you know I'm just trying to enjoy it for what it is at the moment and, and, and let's see where that takes me yeah. uh, Nigel speaks a lot about <clears throat> excuse me changing the culture and what he's done to do that over since his time here obviously as one of his, uh, his first signings I know you weren't here that much before he came I just wonder how you've kind of seen the culture change over yeah it's been here. it's been huge obviously I wasn't here um the back end of the season before but obviously with with my connections and stuff I was always following the results and I saw the results obviously weren't great there was a lot of lads out of contract and stuff like that but even from when I have been here to be honest the, the culture change is massive you only look now you know the lads are hanging about you know they're socializing they're doing things together I think you can see the togetherness on the pitch um you know it's a tight group everyone gets along and I think that's vital you know all the successful teams I played in um it's, it, that's that's first and foremost, you know, if you if you can have all the talent in the world, but if people aren't prepared to run for each other and, and work hard for each other and help their mate out, then, then you've got no chance. And I think it's taken probably a little bit longer than he would have thought and probably a little bit longer than what, you know, the lads probably may have thought as well. Um, but, you know, I think you can certainly see we're getting somewhere now and I think the results are, are starting to show that. Um, like I said, I think since the turn of the year, we've been really good. Um, so, yeah, it's certainly something which the lads are all really enjoying and, and hopefully the feel-good factor can continue and snowball and then and see where it takes you.